0: Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining another 10 Fitman podcast episode. Today, I would like to talk about the process of improving as a tennis player. And for example, working on certain technical elements, how everything goes, what is the pathway, and how you should approach that situation. So let's get into it. So I chose this topic for this episode because i think that this period this very very special period where all the possible events and tournaments are cancelled for any sports not just tennis and it's a great opportunity for the players and for coaches you know to kind of work on technical elements and to work on certain parts of the game that in normal times when there are a lot of matches and tournaments, it's really not that easy. So now it's the time, of course, if you have access and when you have access to the courts. Again, I know in many areas around the world, this is not possible yet. For example, here in China, now it's getting much better and many courts are opening now. So we can start having some regular trainings. And in this past period, I started working with a couple of players on their technique, a bit more and we are doing some changes that before during the you know the tournament season we we were not able to do because obviously when they have tournaments and matches you cannot change their technique it's going to be very difficult during that time so now it's amazing moment for that and it's going to last for at least a couple of months so I highly recommend you no matter if you're a player or coach or just a tennis fan and somebody who wants to improve your own game now is the time to work on your technique and i would like to talk about some more details that are the part of this process so as a player or as a coach you have so many different elements and aspects of the game that you can work on but for the beginning let's let's focus on the ground strokes or the serves, or any basic shots in tennis, and how should you choose You know which one would be your main focus or target for this period, I would recommend that you kind of go for, for the biggest shots for the weapons that can become even more dangerous for the opponents, even more deadly. So I have one player, and we started working a bit more on the serves, we were changing a bit the timing on the serve and a couple of more details there. And it's a very tricky process and it, it's, a, it's a long-term process. It takes time, but it's exactly this moment when it's perfect timing to start doing that. And the most important thing that you want to kind of let the player know if you're a coach or if you're a player that you want to improve a certain shot you need to understand that you need to be super patient for this. It's going to take a lot of repetition, so it cannot happen in a couple of days. It needs to take at least a couple of months, I would say. And obviously, it depends on the level of the change and how drastic is that the new technique that you are going for. But in general, it takes thousands of repetitions so thousands of shots done in a proper way in the new proper way that the body can actually memorize and uh, there can be this muscle memory created and everything becomes a bit more natural so this is what i would like to talk about in this part of the episode and this specific element of the serve that we were working on was that the swing the take back and as i mentioned the different timing so the player he was a little bit struggling with that in the beginning because you always tend to go to your old habit so this is very very important what i'm going to talk about and that is that once you notice that your old habit it's coming back very easily so if you're changing your swing on the forehand or the grip and then as soon as you start playing or hitting more you kind of go back to your old thing this is quite normal but what what's important is that you need to kind of slow down and take a step back so what I like to do with the player is to tell him to do more shadow swings so first we will do like a set of Eight to 12 or really doesn't even matter how many shadow swings so kind of you that the player gets into that different different technical motion and the different timing and then when we start actually hitting the boss or when the player is hitting the serves or whatever is a the shot then I would kind of mix the shadow swings with the real shots so I believe that this is very, very effective way of implementing a new technical element. So, for example, I would tell them, make one perfect shadow swing and then you will will do the same shot with the ball. So if it's a serve, you will do one shadow swing and then one actual serve. And then we will repeat the process over and over again. And as soon as I notice there is something obviously not going in the direction where i want i would stop and we will again work a little bit more on that detail and then again we'll continue with a perfect shadow swing that will be followed by the actual shot with new technique the next thing that i want to mention that is very important for this process of making changes in player's technique is definitely to Be aware of that habit that you know the old habit that kind of tends to come back. So as I mentioned, you're doing those shadow swings, and then again you're trying to to do the new shot with with a different timing, different shape. And what's important there, and this is again it's from my experience and it's my opinion, that you actually want to make that new motion or new position of the racket or new grip or whatever is the the new thing a little bit more extreme that you that you want to to actually do and this this means more extreme in relation to your old habit so for example if your forehand swing was just a continuous loop that goes you know with the tip of the racket going up and then you just make a nice loop without stopping the racket and then your new swing you want to make it with that pause of the swing when you get to that like uh, power position you want to kind of stop there so that's that's the ideal scenario right but in order to make that work in my opinion and what what i've seen it really worked well with my players is that when you do that shadow swing and you want to kind of practice that new motion new swing new timing you want to exaggerate whatever is the the new thing that's that's you know the goal, so if you want to make that swing a little bit with a pause in the extreme shadow swings and those shots that you're practicing, I would tell the players you know to to pause that racket longer, much longer, and in in a bit more extreme position, then I tell them that it should be like a, the the correct one so what happens there is that you know once you go for the extreme version. And then your old habit kind of wants to come back. So it will kind of pull the racket or whatever to that previous old habit and the position. And then the final result will end up being that the perfect swing that's, that's actually a goal. That's something that we are going for. So you always kind of exaggerate the, the motion, the swing or the, the new element of the shot. And then you might end up with, a, with actually the perfect the perfect thing, the perfect new element and the shot. Another very important part of the whole process of changing a certain shot or a certain technique or element of the game, and this is very, very, very important, and I hope all of you will kind of accept it and actually apply it, and that is to use the camera as much as you can for yourself or for your players, so this can be a phone. This can be like actual camera, GoPro, whatever. You can you can mount it on, on the on the wall, on the fence, or just put it on the ground somewhere. You just need to have some record, and that can serve as a reference for you. In which direction are you going? So it also can help you know to see uh, some details in the swing, like for the for the real time swing on certain shots. You cannot see. All the details by naked eye, uh, unless you are one of the best tennis coaches in the world, and uh, for this, I, you know, I respect. I give so much respect for for all of the coaches who can do everything without you know watching the video. That's really amazing. But I highly recommend that you always use the camera if you're working on serves, forehand, backhands, so you can record that from different different angles, different views, and then you can. Number one, look into details and compare those videos with with other players like the the pros and like perfect techniques and see what what is the difference there. And this is also good for player to kind of see, and uh, it's much easier to visualize the correct swing if if he or she can compare their their video with the with other video which is like a reference. So that's number one. That just just to see the details, and then the players can have this visual like image in their mind, and number two it's very important that you can keep track of the progress you know if the forehand swing was as I mentioned in previous example, just like a loop continuous loop, and then you're trying to make that pause with that back swing with uh, at, at the power position, so you kind of compare this week how it looks like, and then the next week what what is the the progress. And this is this is amazing to, to keep track of the whole process. So definitely you should implement re, uh, using the camera and recording as many shots as possible so you can improve even faster. What I also believe it's crucial for the whole process of changing and improving certain elements of the game is conversation with your players if you're a coach or if you're if you do it yourself making sure that you understand how the whole process takes time and as I mentioned in the beginning the patience is the key so if you if you're trying to help other players if you have players make sure to talk to them and kind of describe everything so you're on the same page It's much easier once you understand that it's a long-term process and that it's totally okay to not really feel it from the beginning. And it's going to be much easier for them or even for yourself if you're going to change your technique, if you understand that because it should be less frustration, right? Because once you know that, for example, for this change, it will take four or five weeks you will, not, you will not get nearly as frustrated as if you maybe don't know that and you expect it can happen after one or two days and then you see it's not working and you just kind of start losing the faith and you almost want to give up. And of course, you get super upset, it's not working. But if you understand and if, if you're told by someone that you really trust, it's, it's way different. You, know, you can have the belief and then you can just trust the process and I also believe it's super important to enjoy it. So as a coach, I like to talk to players about this, the whole process and kind of make a comparison with like some other symbolic process. So recently I, I worked with one player on, on his forehand, and he's quite young, and we worked on, on that swing and the timing, and it was really looking good. But again, it's a slow process. And uh, I noticed after, after a couple of sets he tends to go to the old technique, and I say it's fine, and then we kind of slow down, take the step back, and really, really going slow and easy, and then I also explain to him, imagine, this is like, you know, those uh, agricultural agricultural works, so the first, you will, you will have to prepare all of the fields, and then, like, the main process is kind of planting the seeds, right, and it's a tedious process, and you just have to do it without any results, immediate, immediate results. But then I said, you know, once you have the patience and you, you do that job well, you know, you make a good base and then, you know, just having that patience. After some time, you're going to slowly start seeing how everything starts growing and you will get your, your rewards in, in terms of all, all the plants, whatever you planted there. So it's similar with this changing technique, you know, in the beginning, it's kind of very slow, you cannot see much of the result in the beginning. But if you have that patience, and you trust the process, and you also enjoy it, which which will be the, the best combination, then the miracle will happen. So once you understand everything about the whole process, or you let your players understand and really, really accept the fact that it's going to take a while and they need to be patient and that also it really requires a lot of repetition. It's not going to be enough to hit just a couple of sets. It's it's going to take hundreds, if not thousands of sets, obviously on different days and different weeks and months. But I think it's very important to, to make that clear you know from the beginning with yourself if you know you're changing your technique or if you're a coach or your parent or whatever you're helping your friend if the player you're talking to you know also understand this so it's going to take a lot of repetitions and it's a tedious work it might be a little bit boring at some time at some periods but again if you manage to find a way to to make it fun as well for yourself or and for the players that's going to be the best the best combination and uh, the results will come 100%. Obviously, if everything is done correctly and in, in the right way, the, the results will come as long as there is patience and then the process itself. So that will be it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found out some useful things and that you will try to remember it, because I believe, again, this period is the best opportunity for working on certain technical elements, or even for making some changes in different aspects, you know, of flares of technique. It can be changing the grips, changing the, the motion of the swing, the timing, the stance, the, the body transfer, there are so many elements. But for sure, it's very, very great opportunity and it's perfect timing for that obviously if you have a court or once you have a court i highly encourage you to to jump into these technical things if you know exactly what you or your players need to work on and improve and again just having the understanding of the process and that you will need a lot of patience and uh, discipline trust in the process and on top of that, if you can have fun, that will be the best possible scenario. So once again, thank you so much for listening this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if so, please let us know, find a way. You can contact us via any of the social media platforms. You can find us at Instagram. And the profile is at MilanKrnjatin, M I L A N K R. K-R-N-J-E-T-I-N, or if you just search for 10FitMen, you will find us. And also, if you haven't so far, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, 10FitMen Tennis Impulse. Also, we have a new TikTok account, at 10FitMen, we are posting there daily, a lot of uh, funny and uh, cool highlights of, of certain days and certain trainings, so that can also be interesting for you. And uh, for the podcast, you can listen to our episodes on many different platforms such as Anchor, Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. All of those links you can find on our official Anchor podcast profile. And uh, there are also other social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And uh, feel free to contact us via email. And that is. Krenietin.Milan@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So it's my last name and my first name. And uh, you're very welcome to visit our website. We still need to work on it a bit more. Add some features there. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, jump into that technique and uh, don't be afraid of change. And have fun during the process. Until next time.